0: Blog
1: Talk Radio. Hello, and you are live on The Breakdown with your hosts, Ms. Sharifa Hardy and Mr. Marvin Showtime-Williams. We're very happy to be here on this Friday evening, getting ready to have another beautiful discussion on not only The Breakdown and our philosophies, but pretty much subjects that matter to you. Ms. Sharifa Hardy, how are you doing this evening?
2: I'm excited. I'm excited. We had such a wonderful show yesterday. I'm like, oh, we get to do it again. So now I'm all pumped up. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And I think, you. how are you feeling? How are you doing?
1: You know, the funny part about it, I'm just as excited. And you know how, you know, we are people, not only creatures of habit, but people who also learn very quickly. Now the show's like part of me all of a sudden. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I feel kind of like a vet. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm on the show number two, and <laughs> it feels like yes. show number two hundred, you know. Yeah. So. Yes. And and you can see the you know you know and funny part about it this is you know the the viewers um whomever is listening you know um the funny part about it nobody would know from a producing standpoint how the first day of the show which was Valentine's I was you know calling your cell phone oh, Sharifa 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 and then. You know, like yesterday, you know, I have to, like, you know, also go into, you know, the the, the protocol and, and understand the protocol of, you know, like radio, even though, you know, I've done things as an actor and I've been on the radio, but to actually host your show, you know, you have to, you have to follow protocol like everything else. For things to transition smoothly and today i was kind of like oh i got this this is this is gonna be easy you know
2: so <laughs> yeah i know because it's so, friday and so wednesday mm-hmm. you called in like 30 minutes prior then thursday yeah, okay, you yeah. called in like 15 <laughs> minutes prior like friday you right. like two minutes and i'm here i I got this i don't even need prep time right.
1: <laughs> exactly and you know what is funny i remember when i was doing theater years and years ago when i first got my first acting job doing theater I remember that I would, like, before the play started, I was there, like, two hours before, you know, showtime, right? And I'm Mm -hmm. pacing, and I got my lines, and I'm looking. I'm facing, like, you know, fire extinguishers, and I'm running into, like, that's the crowd. And then I remember a few years later, like, showing up, like, a minute before showtime, and the producers are going crazy, (laughs) pulling their hair out. And then I'm over there putting my little wardrobe on or whatever. And I'm like, no, don't worry, I got this. And I hit the stage, like, nothing was wrong. You know? So... It's uh, it's not quite. Well, it's almost like that. I mean, three, four minutes before showtime. But I, I am just as excited, and 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 looking at to the future of the show and seeing the structure that's going to evolve and seeing what uh, this wonderful information and wealth of information we're going to have for people, is giving me not only that excitement but also that purpose. And sometimes you can have excitement, but excitement with purpose is is extremely valuable. You know what I'm saying?
2: Definitely, definitely. It is. So we get to have another therapy session. I was looking forward to it, you know, Mm
0: -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. Because I also Mm -hmm. thought
2: about yesterday, we discussed the meaning of Breakdown, the Breakdown radio show. And Mm -hmm. then we were discussing Mm -hmm. therapy. And I was like, okay, you know Mm -hmm. what? If I don't have therapy, I'm going to have a breakdown. And I don't want to have a breakdown. So let's do some therapy, let's discuss some things, get it out in the open, express our feelings, and and walk away from this therapy session feeling healed and whole. Isn't that what they call it these days?
1: Yeah, that's exactly what they call it. And the funny part about it, I think you put the perfect cap onto it when you said therapy. Because, you know, remember yesterday we were going over, like, each of our, you know, kind of like, you know, philosophical views on the breakdown and what we wanted the show to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And then you went into therapy kind of like later on in the show. And truthfully, that's exactly what I wanted the show to be for people um, as they listen in to have, like, these perspectives that are just very therapeutic so that when, they, when the show ends, not only um, do they receive such valuable information, but they're really looking forward to the next show, you know. Um, we don't want to addict you too much, people, but we want to try.
0: <laughs> I love that. We might
2: have to put that in one of our intros. It's something I like to (laughs) say. Because we
1: definitely going to try. we we definitely going to try. So, yeah, so as as you know, you know, our personalities are here for another evening for the listeners out there. And I think um, uh, we know what we're going to add in the future of the show. And that's even more exciting because it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, we're giving Christmas presents, um, you know, like, you know, intellectual ones. And they haven't been open yet. We kind of know what the what the gift is on the inside right now, and so I'm thinking about future episodes and how interesting and exciting those are going to be because we know we're going to be unraveling some pretty interesting things. And we kind of, kind of, we kind of have to contain ourselves right now because we're only at day two, but it already feels so, so, so welcoming and so awesome. Um, I'm just surprised we never thought of doing this before.
2: Timing is everything. That, that's that's what right. it comes down to. Everything comes down to timing. Everything has to mm-hmm. be in alignment. You know, that's what sometimes mm-hmm. people forget when they're – yesterday, see, I know each show is going to build on another one because yesterday we talked about sacrificing, right? Mm-hmm. So today we're going to sure. talk about another aspect. We're going to talk about alignment, you know. And sometimes when mm-hmm. we expect to be successful or we think we should have been successful by now – it's not because we haven't done the right things or we haven't made the right sacrifices. No. It's because everything has to be in alignment. Everything has to be ready to go. You know, so I've been doing mm-hmm. radio shows since 2009, you know. But, hey, mm-hmm. we had to wait for Marvin.
1: Now it's your time. No. Well, you know what's so funny? Yeah. I think is I'm very fortunate because not even waiting for Marvin, but the fortunate thing was, like, how blessed am I to be working with a host who's been – working on shows since 2009, which not only eases everything I do, but it just helps us both, you know, transcend transcend the entire show into a greater, uh, greater product and a greater experience. If you wouldn't have put down that foundation, I don't know if this show would be as successful as we believe this show can be. So I have to applaud you for being the pioneer and doing everything you did so that, you know, now that we have this alignment, you know, we're looking towards the future and saying, hey, there's something awesome here. But without what you've done, without without everything that you built that foundation you laid down, you know, it's kind of like if I plug, if I was a wall so if I was a a, a a wire or you know the, a plug, and I want to plug into a socket. If there's no electricity there, I'm not firing anything on. And I think you laid the foundation for that le- electricity. I'm simply plugging into something. Without you having that electricity, there would be no light. You know.
2: I love it. I I take that. I receive that (laughs) as they say. But you know, you really paid your dues, maybe not on radio, but just through Mm -hmm. entertainment, through everything that you've been doing. So you definitely have the wherewithal to hold your own on a a talk radio show, especially one like ours. I love the freedom that we have to be able to express our views, to be able to agree, to disagree, to say, hell yeah, hell no, whatever it is we're going through. Mm -hmm. So you, I love that you're a very opinionated person, and, and that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. So it makes for a perfect radio host. There's nothing worse than somebody who who doesn't have an opinion on anything or doesn't have a personality. So this is going to be a fun, fun ride with you.
1: Oh, well, I think, and I totally agree with you, too. And you know, I have my opinions, you know what I'm saying, and my personality, you know. Um, I didn't want to make that plural and make myself sound crazy. I got my personalities. But no, uh on the flip side of things, it's very funny because, you know, you mentioned that, you know, we were talking about, you know, timing and alignment. And I always use those in discussions. And it's funny because I think this, this year and even ending last year, I was using the word alignment. Like, that was my word. Like, everybody was talking to me. I was like, alignment, alignment, alignment. And they were like, hmm, you're really on some alignment stuff. And it's very funny that when you said that word today. how you know we intertwine as hosts because when you said the word alignment and i was going to tell you oh wait and i was just waiting to jump in like you know double dutch and i was like oh i wanted to tell you we got to expand on that word alignment sharifa that's how i was going to say too we got to expand on that word alignment sharifa but then you already took the liberty to say today we're going to talk about alignment i was like oh i just love my co-host because i don't I was like i wanted to talk about alignment too and you was already like boom today we're going to build because we talk about sacrifice and these things and today we're going to talk and we talk about therapy today we're talking about alignment and i was just like how yeah. crazy is that that she i was going to be like let's talk about alignment that's my favorite word and you're already like we're talking about alignment so i i want us to continue on that path but it's just so interesting that you are already there and remember We didn't really speak about today's show that much. That's crazy.
2: We never do. And it is crazy. And you know what's even crazier is that when Mm -hmm. I do my morning show, because, you know, I do the morning show at 8 a.m., my guests usually want to discuss the show prior. And I I basically, in a nice, sweet, loving, warm, you know, way, refuse. Right. Right. Right.
0: Because, Mm -hmm. I
2: spend a whole hour, we spend a whole entire hour together discussing their business. I'm also naturally uh, inquisitive. So I have questions, Mm -hmm. and I like to approach businesses from the same standpoint that a customer off the street would. Like, they don't know about your business. Mm -hmm. So they're going to come in, and they're going to say, what's this, what's that, and ask questions. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask the same questions. And so I deliberately do not discuss the show Prior with the guests. I mean, I allow them a couple of minutes if you know if they really just have to talk to me. But in that couple of minutes, right. I just tell them, look, you have one hour. We stop for a commercial break after we finish. Anybody who missed the show can um, hear it, but just roll with mm-hmm. me because I got mm-hmm. this and it'll be fun, mm-hmm. you know. But mm-hmm. it reminds me of of what we're discussing, and we don't discuss, you know. It's like we don't like mm-hmm. we have a history, but yes, for these two mm-hmm. whole days. We haven't mm-hmm. discussed the show at all, and yeah. I think that's part think that's of the crazy. beauty of it. And and I love it mm-hmm. because, to me, so many, so so often people try to um, perfect everything, that it has to be so perfect, and it has to be so planned, right. and you have to count all these different segments, and if that segment is a 10 minutes, and if we don't go to break exactly right. after 10 minutes, then mm. the show is going to be all messed up. And we have the confidence in our abilities, what we're discussing with each other, to say, you know what, however we do the show, whatever we decide to discuss that day, is going to be okay. It's going to be fine. And guess what? We both agreed before we knew we agreed
0: to discuss a lot mm. of things. Well, I
1: look it. at it, I'll, I'll, I'll be, it's, it's awesome. I look at it like it's intellectual lovemaking. And just like when you doing some this love making, you can't be, like, can, can be like, girl, put your leg over there and, 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 <laughs> and, put your, and put your elbow right there for three seconds, and then I need your chin looking that way, you know what I'm saying, for two minutes. You know, you got to go with the flow, and it's a really cool interchange, like, you know, um, an improvisational, intellectual romp. You know what I'm saying? And wow. You, uh, that's
2: why we do this show at nine PM because that that, that, <laughs> that ooh. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me come back to saying? intellectual. <clears throat> romp.
1: The romp. And and sorry. and that's what and that's what we're on. And that's and, and you know, like you know, like you know we you know I have pointed out that, you know, these two shows, yesterday's show and today's show, just for everyone everyone to know, then it it, it was by this alignment, even this design, you know, that we are here expressing our um our characters, our personalities. And it actually, funny enough, in a good movie, because you know what I'm writing, i got to think of this too, you know, the character development is very key for any great movie that you watch. That's how you fall in love with the character. So I really do love the fact that, you know, yesterday's show um, was predicated on, you know, the disconnect on – Wednesday, on Valentine's Day, which is a real-life situation, and then we're building it into Friday, and you're getting to know the character development of Sharifa and Marvin, and then we're going to place these two characters that you're going to grow to love um, with some other names and faces that you recognize to see how we intermingle and how we create, you know, these wonderful environments for not only for you to learn from, but take it a step further and call in and express yourself and add to that conversation So my excitement is like yours because I'm seeing all these explosions of opportunity that are going to come from the show, and even between yesterday and today, we're beginning to lay that foundation down.
2: But the one thing that that I'm looking forward to but also kind of watching out for is that the Mm -hmm. response yesterday, you know, it wasn't like, Mm -hmm. you know, millions of people flooded the the lines, but we had some serious Mm -hmm. conversations. And mm-hmm. you know we're you and I we're over here like let's save the world let's help the people and mm-hmm. the viewers are like but does he have a girlfriend I'm like okay wait a minute you know this <laughs> just people just go where you know the show we're, just kind of goes go. wherever it goes so it's like we're we're That's helping awful. people we're we're building right. businesses you know they're like yeah I'm but sorry. is he available like,
1: <laughs> I I know wait right because you know what you know what I love about people. People get primal, you know what I'm saying? So all of a sudden it turns into, oh yeah, I love the intellectual, you know what I'm saying, the romp and la la la. But I just want to know for me, I was like, you know, it's funny because um, I love the primal nature of people. I'm like a people watcher, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly why, funny enough, why, you know, I think this show is going to grow and grow. And plus, we're, as, as business consultants, we know how to make things grow. You know, at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. you have to realize that there's organic truth to what we do because we could have easily sat back there and said, wait, hold up, rewind. Um, Let's do what we normally do. Let's put together our five-year plan. Let's put together this and the other, and let's finance it this way, da-da-da-da-da, advertise it that way, you get what I'm saying, so that at the end of the day, the numbers add up to where people say, oh, wow, you guys have, you know, thousands or tens of thousands of listeners, this and the other, but, you know, the truth is, when we get to that point through this mannerism, this organic growth, it's going to be more powerful to me because our listeners will have grown with us. If we advertise yes. to you on billboards, on other radio stations, and you don't know what our product is, you were just um, you are a factor. We, we, we determine the outcome more like we, we, we created that condition for you. And then you are inquisitive, so you listened in without having any idea what the product is. And I was listening to, I was listening to you yesterday, Sharif, as well, I, as well as when I was on your show. You know, ask Sharifa, and you said one thing that was very powerful, like, you know, your main core of your business is driven off of, you know, word of mouth, people spreading the word about what you do. So I really want the show to also, you know, I want people to not only be able to take from the show and listen to it, but say, hey, you got to listen into these two people that are somehow coming into my life i'm receiving them through the show and i think it'll help you too verse and and we'll get to the point of billboards as any other ones we have a certain foundation of listeners because then you know the model is working but also i don't mind going out there and saying hey we only have two we only have one we have none because at the end of the day our job is to impact people so they're inspired to go tell a friend you know
2: yes that's what we want them to do but everything has to be in alignment. We just have to remember that. And when the time is right, everything will happen. But the one thing that I, I'll tell you this on air, a tip that I, I give my little newbie tips, and you know on my website, and if you didn't know, I'm telling you on my website, I also teach people. I do a class on Blog Talk Radio, how to be a, a website uh, radio host, how to set it up, how Blog Talk works, that um sort of thing. So I really like to be able to help people through the process, but two things mm-hmm. when I first did my first radio show, this might help mm-hmm. you, but you don't mm-hmm. even need this, but I'm just going to give it through it to you anyway. But when I first Please, did my radio show, thank you thank you uh in two thousand and nine, I gave the performance of a lifetime, and I was so mm-hmm. happy and I was so excited and when i after the show, I looked at my listeners. Mm -hmm. and I'm not even going to tell you how many I had, but it was just, Mm -hmm. remember that when you saw your raise for that penny? Okay, I was feeling Mm -hmm. the same way. When I saw those viewers, I was like, oh, my God, you know, how do people do this? I can't do this. How do I market it? How do I build my, you know, build this radio show? Because I really wanted to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. But my heart was broke. Like, my heart literally was broken Mm -hmm. because I wanted to help people, but the people weren't there to receive the help. But what I noticed and what I learned is that 99% of the people who listen to my shows listen in the archive, which means that they don't listen to the show live. So the same show that I, I basically gave the performance of a lifetime and it only had a couple of listens, I went back months and years later and there are thousands of listens and I'm like, oh, wow, okay, cool, mm-hmm. that's that's how it works. So after mm-hmm. that day, you know, years ago, no matter, I, I say I give the same performance, the same information, whether I'm talking to mm-hmm. one person or one million people. It's the same because
0: mm-hmm.
2: I know that people are still going to listen to that show in the archives. And the other thing about when I started out on my... Mm-hmm,
1: no, 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 I'm sorry, continue. You
2: no, know, I would say I was going to move on real quick, but when I started out on my radio show, is because I built my first website in 1994. And when I did that, I built my site, people wanted me to build them a website. When I marketed my website, people wanted me to market their website. And so because my phone rang all day with a million questions, I literally said, look, you guys are going to get one hour a day. That's it. And so whatever questions you have, whatever you want to ask Sharifa, I need you to ask between 7 p.m., At 8 p.m., that's your hour. And so that's really Mm -hmm. how I started on my radio career.
1: Well, I think that's totally awesome. And I also love your professionalism of of consistently giving, you know, your best performance because you know that whether it's one listener or two listeners, when people go back there and they can listen to that stream, you know, the podcast itself, however they access it, they can play it. And, you know, the funny thing is because, you know, you, of course, you know, you've been um, on radio and dealing with podcasting longer than I have those are things that I started researching when we were talking about putting it together earlier in, you know, the weeks or whatever, you know? And that's where I was looking Mm -hmm. at the success of this whole thing to where we can give these wonderful, amazing performances. And the truth is, and, you know, we talk about this even, like, we talked about this a few minutes before we went on on live, that, you know, these things are being archived, you know? um, They're going to, like, advertisers can go click through them and say, well, you know, let me get a really true understanding of what Sharif and Marvin are about. And the fact that that technology is in place for it to do that, and that's exactly how, you know, podcasting also is so popular because a lot of, you know, really great names out there in the podcasting world, you know, they'll record their podcasting, they're, they're their show, and you already know it, but they'll, they'll record the podcast, uh, their podcast and then upload it, and then they share it that way. They don't necessarily do it live. You know, and I like the fact that, you know, our dimension is to not only have a, a recorded show that people can archive and access in the years to come, like you mentioned, but that they can also interact with this show live, you know? So it's a very interesting take on a, a, on a, a craft and a mechanism that I know for us will, will grow because, number one, we're open to, like, you know, other people's viewpoints and seeing how that can, like, you know, manifest into, like, a really cool, like, breakthrough through the breakdown, right?
0: <laughs> um,
1: and, and I'm just – I just see that happening. I, I know – and the reason why I see that happening is because I – like you, we've seen ourselves take an idea and turn it into something. You see what I'm saying? So when mm-hmm. you have the wherewithal to, say, dream of an idea, like, ooh, that's an idea, but then you know how to constructively – making it to, turn it into a mechanism that can pay you, you and I have done that throughout. You know, in my production company, that's what we have to do all the time. I sit down with a potential producer or producer ready to go, and un- initially we have an idea, just like you and I with the show, it's an idea. And then we construct it into a paying mechanism, you know. And for this show, it takes even another step forward because me, just away from being a host on the show or whatever I've been blessed to be able to do with you, I know how I am when I'm going to my uh, information-based resources, whether they're YouTube or radio or online um, searches or whatever I do to acquire my information, and I know how valuable they are to me. So when I'm thinking about the breakdown, us being geared to being this valuable resource, like you said, getting your therapy every day. Once we start hitting that threshold, the sky's the limit because now we're taking our gift and our personality and we're, like, feeding people on a daily. So I look forward to this. I think I lost you for a quick second there. You I don't didn't know lose my... me
0: for a quick second.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: sometimes
2: sometimes <laughs> things go in and out. It's fine. We're gonna have um, a wonderful show. Sometimes we have technical difficulties, difficulties, but you know what we do? We bounce back, we keep it pushing, we keep
1: We have moving. our intermittencies. But exactly, yes. you know, and I, I I like our intermittencies. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah.
2: so look. Yes. You know what? We're gonna have to edit that what? out though. So. You know, when we show the advertisers, we're going to say, just just fast forward past the, yup and the well, what, what? I no. just fast forward past Wait.
1: that. No, no I, I love that, because you know what, I love that. I love the organics, because, you know, even like as a storyteller from like a the script standpoint, you know, you, you there's sometimes there's nuances of the character. There's a look, there's a statement, there's a saying that, you know, like, say a script oh, writer a they wrote in, but the, but the actor wrote to said it differently. I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. I love the nuances. What's the question? Okay, I have a question. Okay, Mm -hmm. oh,
2: my God, I get to ask all my questions. I love picking people's brains. Like, that's what I love to do. Uh So you keep Uh mentioning writing, and I just want to know, is it true that basically every story is a love story? Like, at the end of the day, the guy always has to save the world to get the girl. Like, almost every movie at the end of the day, he does all of that. He blows up all the people just to get the girl. Well, I think I, I realize that
1: I'm a hopeless romantic, by the way. Well, you probably you, you I'm getting that from you. The
0: more that we talk <laughs> uh this week. <laughs> so
1: it's about time,
0: So forget I'll be fine uh, by know, Monday. Don't, I won't even mention it. But yeah, wait, right. but no wait, wait. I'm
2: going to let you answer that question, but hey, okay, I wasn't the one way. talking about the intellectual romp, The intellectual no. romp.
1: That was well, you know, you have to you have to you have to play those seeds. You it. I know, and and you know that that's because we know what we do. You get what I'm saying? But no, uh, I'm I'm saying this. You will probably be. If I was looking at your character like it was a movie, I would say you are the humblest romantic character, and you're going to be that way most of the movie. It's not just going to be because of Valentine's Day. I think Valentine's Day is more like you know the climax of your emotions towards you wow. know, the character of the movie. <laughs> but throughout the, you know, I probably, I'll I see that romantic throughout the year. I'm probably going to see it, you know? so and, it's high. Love is in the air. No. Yeah. You can say that is your catalyst and excuse all you want to, but I think, well, first of all, I know you're a loving individual anyway, so love <laughs> is always in the air for you, number one. And then um, you, you're just, you're just uh, that, you know, that empathetic, you, you're, you're that person. You know, that's what makes you care about your clients the way you do for them, too. You know, there's a loving, caressing, caring nature, you know. My clients love
2: me. They do. They call they, they me you, an you asterisk for word, everything.
1: You, you use the word love again, and I, it sounds like they could probably call you year-round and it has nothing to do with Valentine's Day. Just saying.
2: I know, but I'm just mentioning it because romance is in the air. You know, this week Ro- people were talking
1: romance. about romance. Well, romance is um. Look, romance from a filmmaking standpoint, you no, know, yeah, you can go year round. You can go whether it's Rocky screaming out, Adrian, Spider Man going after the girl. You know, you're gonna see romance and probably Black Panther, right? Um, yeah, everybody it, got to see whether, it
2: today. I wasn't able to go see yeah. it because I had to spend the night the night with you with Marvin. Oh whatever. Well, I, well, I was not, not all I, I was left with
0: was Marvin.
1: <laughs> Again. How consistent is that? Been? So, <laughs> so, when I look at, uh, that's funny. When I look at, um, even when I look at, like, you know, things like Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, Marvel, uh, it's funny, I saw a quick statistic on them. Like, they've done about $13 billion under Disney already and have, out, oh, have wow. nothing but, like, number one box office, yeah, box office success. But, uh, uh, you know, if you look at the, the core, there's a love story in, in most of their um, – Is most there an intellectual um, romp? Well, there's always an intellectual romp. I mean, they're over there filing; they're, they're, they're racing through galaxies. You know, it's, it's very intellectual. Okay. And then they have different 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 races and different types of humanoids falling in love with each other. So it's very Avatarish. So there's a, yeah, it's definitely an intellectual romp. That's that's what they feed on. And, you know, I've um, never seen Avatar. Uh, ooh, I don't know if we should admit that on the radio. No, I've I've never seen it. No, you did it again. Um, I take it that that's some homework that we must take <laughs> care of because that sounds like you are about uh, to
2: fire me that's sounds like i'm about to get fired no you cannot be a gonna... on the radio show if you no. do not watch if you have not seen avatar
1: no it just sounds like something we should uncover together you need to see <laughs> that and and the reason why is james cameron would be mad at you no i'm it, it, you know what's funny about avatar uh, You know, people who know me and as well as you know me, you know I'm a very visual person, so I get my little visual Showtime creativity on. Um, I remember that when Avatar first came out, I didn't understand the marketing of it, so I thought it was about the blue people, right? And I would say, oh, the blue people, the blue big people. And I remember a buddy of mine who was a music producer for about two months or right before I left theaters, he was bugging me. To see it like I, you, I can't believe you haven't seen Avatar Marvin. You, of all people, you, Mr. Visual, you, Mr. Visual. And I was like, What do you mean? Like, what's the deal with this movie? And I remember he took me to see it. Like, we left his studio and he took me to see it. And um, I was blown away. I was like, Why didn't I see it on opening night? So, um, and Avatar, Avatar is very graceful, very well done. And it pushes you know, you're, you're a techie too, it pushes it, it pushed the envelope on technology.
2: Yeah, but, you know, I have this weird thing that I, I need to get over. It's like when, whenever oh. people are so into a movie, I mm-hmm. don't want to go see it. Because it's like, even with Black Panther, everybody's like raving about it. But I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll see it. I know, you know, because right. all the the people, down with the people, are going to see it. Mm-hmm. You know, but mm-hmm. just, I've never really been a Marvel fan, of comics, mm-hmm. whatever it was. I, was. I was, you know, I was watching pretty woman you know like (laughs) runaway bride that really wasn't my thing but if we're gonna go see avatar i'll i'll go see it
1: no avatar 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 is um avatar is uh something that we must see um i'm a big marvel fan. it's so funny like the polars i love the polars of people like you're you know female i'm male and you've had your show for years and i'm just had it for, like, a few hours. And I love our polars mm-hmm. because you're not a Marvel fan, and I am. and uh, But also, I'm a big sci-fi dude. I'm a big, like, horror film mm-hmm. dude. If mm-hmm. anybody knows anything no. like me, Oh, well, Sorry, you, you, know, you know, okay, I hate to say it, but, you know, my, um, my quasi-management is also, you know, the company that uh, they distribute the franchise Halloween, you know. So the Halloween people, the aliens people, the predator people, those are my people. And um, that's why me as a Showtime, as the writer, producer, director that I am, I'm very much the horror, Mm sci-fi geek guy. And matter of fact, it's very funny, as we sit here and we're talking about this radio show that we put into our lives, I'm in the mix Mm -hmm. of actually getting into production on our horror films to be premiering at a couple of studios and stuff like that. And you don't know this, but I got a film actually. Um, I didn't want to mention it, but I'm going to mention it. I have a film releasing Mission. in May in the Philippines. Yeah. It's, it's releasing in May in the Philippines. It's called Butanding and it's an um, interesting Filipino story. You know, my company has been hired to remaster a few Filipino movies. So um, this was one of, this is the first one out the gate. It's going to hit theaters um, in the Philippines in uh, May, I believe. And we're doing like all like, you know, CG and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, no, we're we're going to be talking about a few things movie-wise because we have releases mm-hmm. coming this year. I know what you play with over there in the world of television. Um, you know mm-hmm. what I play with over here. And those are our lives outside of the radio show. But if, that's why it's so cool that when people call in, they can actually be talking to people who um, are speaking at, like, you know, colleges, we're speaking at events, we're doing our things. We're actually people within the business um, who are making moves and and creating. You know, we're creatives, you know. And we're consulting people trying to create, and, and you're over there with your clients pushing their businesses forward. So um, this isn't so much about Marvin Sharifa's like, only just hosts. We're actually active in our core businesses as well, which is also very beautiful.
2: Yes, but this is fun. This is entertainment for me when I can just talk and, mm-hmm. you know, not always have to be um, as serious. You know, and it's funny because a long time ago I would start posting on social media sharing some of the experiences that I had with my clients. And, you know, of course, I changed the names to protect the guilty and the innocent, but some of the experiences that I have with some of my clients are just so hilarious that I have to be serious with them because, of course, they're the clients and they're the ones who pay my bills. So this is just me having a little levity, having some fun Um, joking with you I love what you do Mm -hmm. as far as production and the horror film I'm just and not Mm -hmm. to keep going back to this but I'm really such Mm -hmm. a girly girl like I (laughs) when I remember once I went to not scary farm Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and I was like I am tough I'm good ain't no monster gonna scare me I went Mm -hmm. to go to the restroom I was heading toward the restroom
0: (laughs) I got almost
2: in the door and the monster jumped out at me, and I said, "Time to go." And they was like, "No," and mm. it was a group. It, it's t- every. time to go. I almost went to the bathroom. Mm. It's time to go. You know, I'm. I don't like mm. horror movies. You know, and I have mm. to see because I was a, a huge Blair Witch fan. Like the Blair Witch Project, okay. I, I watched that a million mm. times. So it just kind of has to be and...
1: a, that was yeah, fascinating. Like that makes you like the ones that are a little bit more real. Because Blair Witch, I'm mean, just yes. phenomenon on around that. You know, Blair Witch, funny enough, let's talk about Blair Witch. Blair Witch was made for like around $60,000. I think it made about a quarter billion at the box office. Um, right. That is a movie that I always talk about in our motto. I talk about that. I talk about Paranormal. And that's because those films are based upon, you know, the sense of reality. I think when you look at Marvel, I think you just don't go into, like, the universe of the whole make-believe universe. That's like, you know, Star Wars, right. Star Trek. So you like more the things that are like, that hit home, that are more set in the realistic fashion, that are more real, versus going to go look at Captain Spaceman flying in Captain Moonland. You know what I'm saying? Um, and 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 and, good. and and well, yeah, that's what I'm looking at from you know. I call it psychographics, right? Right. So yeah, when you're looking at you know your str- your, your, your makeup, you know, yeah, you'll go look at Blair Witch a million times because that's set more in reality, and you're looking at that human condition from a real sense of girls in the woods, right? Um versus right. looking at, you know, Thor jumping on different planets, you know, <laughs> <laughs> to, to to do some things that you're like, what is the point of all this? Because it's all make believe. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, that's
2: exactly what I say though. I Seriously. Say like that's exa- <laughs> verbatim, word for word.
1: That's exactly what I'm saying. Like what's what the I point say? to all this? Like uh, the dude, right. you're not on a real planet. She ain't real, he ain't real. Yo, uh your weapon ain't real. None of this real. Why am I paying my money?
2: <laughs> right.
1: So you but know, then you'll be so the same excited. girl to watch. You no, know, you'll watch Blair Witch a thousand times or you'll watch something like probably like you said pretty woman, so that means you probably see things like Devil Wars Prada and stuff like that, you know?
2: Oh, that's so, my movie. See, you know me well. Oh, okay. When the, when okay, when I have a team with my staff mm-hmm. and they're new hire, mm-hmm. this is part of the new hire interview. Interview one oh one. The first time they right. meet Sharifah Hardy, I tell them, "If you want to know my personality, this is the devil wears Prada." Okay, and this is your uh, first day.
1: Very so. this, there was Prada. I am Meryl Streep. You're Anne Hathaway, and learn Quick. Yes, I get it. Yes, I get it.
2: And and I don't I get repeat it. myself. Okay, just just, just I get know it. I don't repeat myself. And and but but again. When Anne Hathaway started at the beginning, as opposed to the end of the movie, complete different person. So if they work with me and they learn from me, mm -hmm.
1: then they're rocking. But but they just can't come at you like Anne Hathaway didn't say. Can you spell Gabbana? You'd be like, "Uh oh, Um, in trouble.
2: Oh yeah, and see, I'm a lot worse because I I have to tell everyone in the office, and then I have to post it on social media. Like, I can't believe the people that I'm. Let me be nice. Then people won't tune into the mm-hmm. show. You know, I, I won't be like that. Let me let me be as nice as Marvin. Marvin's like, Yes, that is so wonderful. You have a positive spin on everything.
1: Well, you know what? It's like you know how it is. Like when we talk about how people move around and everything a lot, you know, when you when you're forced to adjust, you gotta find the positivity in what's going on. And then it becomes naturally part of you. You know what I'm saying? Um, Not
2: everyone does though. It, Not everyone does
1: no and and and, and no and, and I think I think you know you know you look at the pro and the con right, and you say, well, the pro is you know the the, the you know it moving a lot and not necessarily having a a, a stable ground a uh, a stable sense to you when you're when you're in your you know the your formational years when you're forming your mind, and things are just you know you don't have that sense of um you know uh you're not you're not as mature uh when and and in those formative years when i was when i was Moving around a lot, I was trying to grab my, wrap my mind around what was going on. I really couldn't. When I was younger. But one of the things that I did do is that when uh, I would move and, and I found it easier if I would just look for the positive in where we had moved or if I saw life all of a sudden throw another curveball, I looked for the positive in it versus getting mad at it. So, yeah, I guess more of the adult. That's what I've turned into, to where like you know when things are changing and things are moving around. If I hear people complaining, and it's, I'm not to say that we all we all complain, but I, I tend to lean more towards looking for the positive in what's going on because to me that matters more, and it just helps the situation more. Sometimes I do believe there's also a problem being too optimistic and not looking at things for what they are. You got to kind of adjust yourself and know that you can't do that all the time. But I tend to leave I, I tend to be more optimistic and look for more for the pros versus the cons.
2: Mm. And that's what we're going to do here We're going to help people, we're going to help businesses That's really what I want to be able to accomplish I want our listeners to be Able to take away some gems Some information, even if the Only information they take away Is the ability to um, Have a positive outlook On any situation, to not get Tired, Mm -hmm. to not get, you know To become negative, not to To just be positive. I think that's the most important thing. So, because mm-hmm. when you're going through the process of life or setting up your business, the one thing that is certain is change. There's going to be setbacks. Mm-hmm. You're going to make plans. You know, it's a joke that says, How do you make God laugh? You tell him your plans. Like we talked about mm-hmm. earlier in the show, we could have yeah, set fine. a five year plan and set all these different plans mm-hmm. and said, Do it this mm-hmm. way. But it wouldn't necessarily have been um the same so right. i'm going to enjoy this journey i'm going to enjoy working with the businesses working with people working with the callers mm-hmm. and giving them a, a place where they can call in and feel safe to ask their questions i also like there mm-hmm. there are two hosts because when they call in you know you may say absolutely 100% um sh- i'm 100% sure that it's right, you know, and I'm like, wait a minute, you know, but I can be 100% absolutely sure that it's wrong, you know, and sometimes a person wants to hear different opinions. Another thing Mm -hmm. is that I love when when I can work well with someone because it's not always different opinions. It's also building on the other person's opinion and saying, you know what, okay, Sharifa said do this, this, and this, But also, let's not forget, you might want to do this, this, and this, and so they don't just get one take. They get, you know, more than one opinion that's going to help them in their life and help them
0: in their business.
1: Oh, and I agree with you a thousand percent. I think um, it goes to actually this horror movie that I'm putting together called Avenue M. And what you said just now made me think of it because, you know, my – I remember I was following my GPS, and I was in Lancaster, California, going to a video shoot. And I remember my GPS, which I'll call it The Opinion – was like, you know, take this route, and I was taking that route to get to my destination, you know, and that can be like, you know, your opinion or my opinion on whatever the question is. It's like, oh, take this route, but the funny part about it is even though my GPS said take this route, it led me right to like a mini cliff. Now, if I wouldn't have used my own wherewithal and my own common sense, I would have driven right into this little cliff because my GPS was like just keep going straight yeah exactly. so the funny part about it, you know this show too is that you know when you say the word perspectives, that's what people really need. Sometimes you need the different angles or the different routes to get where you're trying to go, so you pick the best route that the the, the the best route for you. I know the funny part about this show to me is that whether we're on our show, the breakdown, giving advice to either each other or someone calling in or just talking about a topic that people can listen into. When we're off our call, the funny part about it is your day and my day is pretty much very similar to where we're giving advice to people throughout the day. This is yeah. just kind of like when Shar- Sharif and Marvin come together, and we come and we, like, form Voltron, and we say, now we're going to give you advice together. But the funny part about our day is that we're giving advice throughout the day, and that's why when I looked at this show, at first I was like, you know, we were both like this, you know, okay, now you have another radio show in your day. And I'm like, okay, now I'm going to add this component into my 9 p.m.s. But then I was like, but I do this throughout the day anyway right what's well, such of a, a cool way to also now be on a different platform a different way to give back versus just me being I'm on the phone anyway just versus being on the phone talking to someone giving them advice on what they want to do and then listening to their advice they may have for me this is the exact same situation just in a completely different forum that benefits you know potentially hundreds thousands or millions of people crazy
2: absolutely but also I love being able to have the guest on the show because and we mentioned mm-hmm. it um, yesterday we we discussed mm-hmm. it briefly, but
0: mm-hmm.
2: when people listen to the archives and mm. share their stories, I, mm-hmm. I love to be able to reference a show because in business, you know, people make excuses. People have these reasons, that, like we discussed yesterday, reasons why they're unable to do something, and I love to be able to point to interview or to point to a guest and say, okay, but how is it that that person was a guest on my show and they have a thriving multi, you know, million dollar business and they only have one mm-hmm. leg and, you know, one ear, but
0: oh. they're successful,
2: mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so when people tell me the reasons why they're unable to move forward or why they're unable to do anything, I have plenty of guests plenty of stories, plenty of testimonials where I can go to them and point out a specific situation where this person did not allow their circumstances to dictate their future. That's one of the main reasons that I love that our shows are recorded and archived for future reference.
1: And one thing that you said too clearly, and it's going to be archived in archives, is um, when you said that, it, it kind of pointed me to also like alignment to where, like, you know, these shows could help with that alignment from the standpoint of, you know, I look back again to your history on radio and then me coming to, like, you know, collab with you. The funny part about this show, the the breakdown, is that without the alignment that we had, without your precursor of having your shows um, already in place that you had already, you know, produced and executed on, we wouldn't have this show. And that's kind of funny when you look at alignment in that manner, too, because if you were just starting out as a radio host, we wouldn't have this show right now because you'd have to be getting to your number of shows that you wanted to produce. Maybe I was one of the people that you produced with that maybe it didn't work out with. You get what I'm saying? So, you know, alignment, and it's and going back to what we were talking about in the beginning of it, alignment is, you know, I, I look like at alignment like this marvelous, um, it's kind of like this marvelous film when I when I think of any a movie that I watched, whether it's National Treasure, whether it's, you know, Aliens versus Predator. I remember I think it's one of the first ones to where basically there's a moment in each of the films where, like, there's this maze and it's changing. But when you have alignment, all of a sudden you can go get what you want, but you just don't dictate the walls. You get what I'm saying? So you have to kind of, like, be brilliant enough to know that the walls will change, and you uh, make sure that you can sustain yourself through this environment that's changing around you, and the minute you find your path, you take it. There's no point in exhausting yourself while you know these walls are changing and beating your head against the wall. Don't do that. It's more like you know the walls are change. You keep preparing like you prepared in your shows, and now we have the breakdown, and now you have this partner. I'm bringing the things that I bring to the table, but the walls change around you. They change around me, and now we have this path called the breakdown, which we know we want to guide people into their breakthroughs. So it's very interesting that you actually keyed into that word alignment for today's show before we actually start getting into the evolution of the breakdown. Um, I think that's pretty magnificent.
2: Yes. But when you start talking about the walls, it it reminds Mm -hmm. me of one of the things that I always talk about. When I get knocked down, sometimes I decide to stay down for a period of time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people Mm -hmm. get up so fast that they're not ready for the next battle. You know, they are still kind of wobbly on their feet. They haven't regained all Mm. the energy. And so sometimes Mm -hmm. I just stay down for a little while and just wait for everything to stop moving and changing and for me to regain enough of my own energy to get up and have enough strength for the next battle. So I I can definitely see that in the walls changing um, around you and how you respond to it. So it's very interesting. I think this show is really going to change lives. And that's really the one thing that I've been able to do through the radio shows is literally change lives. And it's not that, um, you know, I'm like, okay, here, poof, magic, your life has changed. It's just that sometimes people need somebody else to believe in their vision, to believe in their dreams. And when I Mm -hmm. speak to business owners, a lot of times the people who are around them, the people who love them the most are the same people who unknowingly are are dream killers. They're killing their dreams because these are the people who say, you know what, give up that silly dream of being an entrepreneur. Go get you a real job. You know, you you don't need to work for yourself. You'll never make money. You know, but they just want those people to have more stability and not kind of – have that you know the up and down entrepreneurial life. So when they talk to someone like myself, especially when I'm giving them an opportunity and a platform to share their dream, it's like, "Oh my god, somebody else can see it. Somebody else sees me being successful. Somebody sees me being, you know, real, you know, cuz I believe in, in being wealthy, being rich. I don't I don't work with people who come to me and say, well, you know what, Um, I'll be happy if I just make a sale. And I'm like, well, you go talk to Martin or somebody else because I don't just work work to make a sale. You know, I want people to be successful. I want people to be successful beyond their wildest dreams. I want them to be so successful that they're like, I I never could have imagined having this much money. Like I imagine having a few – million dollars or maybe a few hundred thousand but I never imagined having this much money but I learned early on that it takes the same amount of energy to make $5 as it does to make 50 it, it takes the same energy to make 50 as it does to make 500 and so on and so on and so when I work with business owners I you know I teach them I walk them through actual steps to say, okay, well, maybe, you know, if you move this, if you change this, then maybe you will be successful. I was working with mm-hmm. a client the other day who sold dresses and mm-hmm. she all the she has a beautiful, beautiful design, but all of her dresses were in one color. And mm-hmm. I didn't understand. And so when working with her, what I found out is that to do multiple colors was more expensive and more um it time intensive for her, so she just mm-hmm. kind of play, played it safe. And mm-hmm. she figured she raised enough money through the one color and then mm-hmm. expand into multiple colors. And so I said, mm-hmm. well, you know what, let's let's look at this a different way, okay? If the the multiple colors are more expensive, you can raise your price and you can put on there, it's going to require a longer time for shipping since it's custom made but you Mm -hmm. give the customer the opportunity to have it in multiple colors. And then Mm -hmm. if you have the pictures in multiple colors, you now just increase your product line, which will Mm -hmm. increase your revenue. Mm -hmm. She was just blown away. She was just like, I never, it never occurred to me. I never, you know, she thought she had to do it a certain way. So just working with somebody and caring about somebody's business and looking like that's what I do. Like I deliberately go in and say, Okay, how are we going to make some more money? You know, not just Mm -hmm. sales, but how are we going to operate this business so that you're successful? You know, and I always tell people Mm -hmm. one of my my last jobs was working for American Express, and when I started there, that's what they tell you. We are a for-profit corporation. We're here to make money. So the businesses that I work with, that's what I help them do. I help them become successful operate businesses that are not putting out fires on a daily basis and make money.
1: No, that's very, very well said. And I definitely applaud your approach to looking at, you know, your ways to make money. And when I listen to that approach, it makes me think of something that goes right back to even like the callers uh, when they, when they begin to actually start calling in, when we, you know, you know, begin to incorporate that more and more into the show um you know both of us you know we we talk to people we yeah i know you've heard this term before they'll look at us like we're sounding boards like people will talk to us right. to get you know try to get our viewpoint our our pov you know and right. when i when i when i kind of broke that down to myself i was like it's not only just you want a sounding board you want that echo and then i looked at the word echo because i'm a programmer or whatever and then and well actually my last length was a programmer so uh i looked at the word echo and just like when me and you were going back and forth. We're actually creating like a vibration, you know what I'm saying? You're saying mm-hmm. something, I'm saying something, we're mm-hmm. going back and forth, back and forth like a volley, you get what I'm saying? That intellectual rock, but it's really a back and forth, and it's a back and forth so much, it causes like a frequency of ideas to go back and forth, back and forth, and when you look at that, that's what creates millions, because millions is nothing more than when you have a client who has more frequent transactions than another, you see what I'm saying? versus having one, two, three, four, five, now you have thousands, now you have hundreds, thousands, 90 millions. Like you know, McDonald's, a billion burgers served. That's just a frequency of transactions to make, you know, a very large company. And when people can begin to understand that, you know, in the beginning of talking to the Marvin and the Sharifas, trying to get that echo, trying to get that frequency right, trying to get that back and forth right, trying to get those transactions right. That's what we're here for, and that's what you were doing for her, whereas she had a certain frequency, she had a certain amount of transactions she was going to deal with with only one color of dress. You're like, no, widen your frequency, widen your range. You'll have more transactions that way. That will get you to where you're going even more. You'll have that revenue. You'll have that profit. You'll have that bottom line. you have the ability to invest in more R&D and grow your business, increasing your frequency of transactions, making you a millionaire. So your POV, my POV, is very interesting how they just intertwine.
2: Yes, but, you know, one of the things that I learned
1: mm-hmm.
2: is that it's nice to have a POV. That, that's good, and that's nice. But mm-hmm. I'm a professional. You know, this is what I do. This is what I study. Mm-hmm. This is what I learned. You know, so mm-hmm. even though I'm giving them my POV, is my professional POV. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. when you go to your doctor, that's what your doctor is giving you. That's all he's giving you. Mm-hmm. He's giving you his, his mm-hmm. point of view. Based on his years and his experience and his research.
1: Oh, and I'm interjecting mm-hmm. when you have me and you both on go the show. Ahead. You have a first, at, you have a first and a second opinion. There you go.
2: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, it, it, you know, it, it. So when I work with people,
0: mm-hmm. that's
2: why I'm giving them my professional opinion. But I always mm-hmm. tell people, and you know, I am the most unprofessional professional business consultant you will ever meet. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they say the customer is always right, and customer service is the most important thing. And I'm known for telling people, okay, um, Google me. You know, when, right. you, when you have a million questions, and do you know this, and how do you know this, and are you sure this is going to work? And it's like, mm, okay, Google me. You
0: know, mm-hmm.
2: if you Google Sharifa Hardy, there are over 50 pages, Oh, Google me. You know, I've been doing this since 1994. So I'm not just giving you, oh, this is what I think might work. No. Yeah. This is what works. This is what will work. This is what hasn't worked. This is what never worked. Okay? This is what always works. So it's about the one thing that I've learned is the value of time. That's the one thing that you can never get back. So – Mm-hmm. I've learned the value of my time and I learned the value of other people's time. Mm-hmm. So by providing them just like, you know, a test in school, like I'm literally giving them all the answers. They don't have to go through all the research and the, the classes and the books and the eBooks and the webinars and the expos and everything that I've done to perfect my craft. So when working mm-hmm. with me, I just give them the answers. I give them the the cheat sheets and say, okay, this this is what you need to do. And if you do this, 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 and this, you will have a successful business. The only way, and and I don't mean to, to boast, but I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt, if you operate a business in a certain way consistently, the only way you will not be successful is if you just fell off. You just stop. You just got lazy and you didn't want to do it. Success is a mathematical formula. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: No, it very much is. And, you know, it's funny. I'm talking about the polos again. The way that you consult, I actually do something slightly different, which can be a lot different, is I'll send people on a path so that they can come back to me and I can see what they've actually experienced. But at the same time, the way that you consult companies, you know, I try to have producers come back to me with more information. It's kinda of like, you know, if like mm-hmm. Yoda and they're like Lou Skywalker, you know, you mm-hmm. you you know what you want them to learn, but they have to build this confidence within themselves, which means I gotta send you kind of through the woods with a couple of tools, but you gotta come back A okay. You get what I'm saying? And then yes. because you've learned that experience, we're able to go to phase two. Because I cannot tell you what we're gonna do with phase two unless you understand phase one. You know what I'm saying? And as much as I would love right. to do the cliff notes, it's very hard because I need you to truly understand it because without that, you don't have the prerequisites for us to go to number two. So I think that we have a, a, such of a wide spectrum, a wide gambit of knowledge and ways to get people to where they need to be, or to even to inspire them to make that move. That um, success is imminent, you know, for those listening. Because even if, and I'm gonna tell you, you said one thing earlier about changing lives. I'm gonna tell you the value of the show to me. If we actually successfully change one life, the whole show is worth everything to me.
2: Well, we're going to change more than one lie. I can tell you that. I I mark my words. We're Mm -hmm. going to change more than one lie. I mean, because...
1: Well, there it is.
2: We have the experience um, that a lot of people are looking for. The problem Mm. is, or the challenge is, right now they don't know that they're looking for it. And they don't know that Mm. it's available. But what you're Mm. looking for, what you're seeking, is also seeking you. So since we are now Mm. available... To people, the the people will become attracted to us. So it's fine. We'll have us a good time. We'll have wonderful conversations. We'll answer all of the mm-hmm. questions, and we will mm-hmm. change lives.
1: Well, that is like an excellent mission statement for any company, especially the breakdowns. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, young lady. I know that, sadly, you know, time is of the essence and time is precious, and I know we have our segment for the hour, and it's so funny because I know that right around this time, I was getting ready to go into a brand new topic, but all I can say right now is I think we maintain another wonderful show. I think we've done it within our time. I absolutely respect your time and value this time that we share together on the radio, Um, and hopefully people can gravitate towards this stream. And I looked at a little bit of metrics before from our last show, and I'm seeing people already like you know listening. So that's uh, mm-hmm. that's what we want.
2: Mm-hmm. We had two listens. Did you see it? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I haven't looked at it. I know there were people on the on the calls um, on the lines yesterday, but it just reminded me of my, my first show. In 2009, mm-hmm. I had like two listings and I was like, "Oh my god, I, I broke my heart." But oh, wonderful show, oh, wonderful, mm-hmm. wonderful, 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 wonderful show. We are going to be back on Monday, same time, nine on o'clock Monday. p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, you That's can be visit President the website.
1: Day, by
2: the way, yes, we will be here. We be here. We we gonna talk about the presidents though, because I got a few. They have a president in the White House, I heard, but he's not my president though. I can't even say the president, but that man, in the right,
1: house. Right, right. You, so well, you know. There you go. We're gonna have different POVs, different views, different points, and uh, yes, we will be here. I can't
2: wait to hear your point of view on him. Don't tell me you're mm-hmm. a Trump lover. Oh wait,
1: you
2: know no, what? I'm gonna tell, tell you me. this.
1: I'm no, no. I'm gonna not give you any kind of spoiler alert. We have to wait till Monday. <laughs>
2: Tune in. Find out more information at the Radio Show dot com.
1: There you go with Sharifa Hardy and Mark.